my name is John Asher, and I'm from Hollywood, California, and you're listening to a special Chronicles podcast, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Today, we're going to talk about my new movie, Poe, which is all about autism. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. This episode 188 is brought to you by listeners like you. Coming up on this episode, we sit down with filmmaker John Asher and take you behind the scenes of his upcoming new movie, Paul. So stay tuned right here on the Special Chronicles podcast show on specialchronicles.com. I shudder thinking how the world can be so Listening to the Special Chronicles podcast. This is the show of podcast and disability or disability stories from an inside of perspective. We are giving a voice to people with special needs. Well, everybody, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Special Chronicles podcast show. My name is Daniel, and I'm your host and founder of Special Chronicles. So good to be back here behind the microphone for another week, another episode of the show. Uh, and uh, hopefully, um, th- thanks to our uh, viewer commentary with our friend uh, Sarah Perkins for the new ABC uh, comedy sitcom Speechless, uh, we'll hopefully we'll be doing that on a weekly basis now with uh, episode 2 um, airing um, uh, this week. So stay tuned to next week's episode where we'll talk more about our commentary about that show. Um, but uh, I'll go back and listen to uh, last week's episode if you want to hear our thoughts on the pilot episode. Uh, but uh, but but more about that later. But anyways, as I said at the top of the uh, program today, we'll be sitting down with, with talking with John Asho. Uh, you may recognize his last name because uh, his dad was a his dad uh, William Asho uh, was a legendary filmmaker, uh, and so John's dad uh, William Asho directed all the original I Love Lucy shows and created the Bewitched show. But so anyways, um, uh, aside from that. We're going um, to talk, be talking with John about his new movie, Paul, which is um, about a single father who's raising his son who has autism. And so I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy this great conversation. And um, and if you want to follow Special Chronicles, just follow at Special C Podcast on Twitter or Instagram or follow uh, Special Chronicles on our Facebook page. And um, we will uh, keep you updated on the um, up and comments here at Special Chronicles and all the new developments that we have that are currently in the works. And now before we get into our conversation with uh, uh, director John Asher about his new upcoming movie, Paul, I'm going to share with you the audio of the trailer for the movie Paul, and you can find the audio on SpecialChronicles.com. So we um, put a link to this looking on news sheet for that trailer. And uh, let's take a listen to the audio uh, for the, the movie Paul. Oh, dinner time. There you go. Mac and cheese, please. Oh, we don't have mac and cheese today, buddy. This is peanut butter and jelly. Calcium's good for your bones. 
Patrick's a nice name for a boy, but I think I'll call you Poe. May I sit here? I'm Amelia, by the way. I do believe we are going to get along famously. Poe, can you tell us what the capital city of Mississippi is? He's Spaceman. The teacher asked you a question. We've all become quite concerned about Poe's declining situation. What's wrong with you, freak? He has autism. He has been reading since he was three years old. He seems to understand math concepts that I struggled with in graduate school. I pay for the therapy services. I'm the one driving him around the neighborhood every night until he falls asleep. And you know what? My son won't give me a hug, but that doesn't mean I love him any less. There's a residential treatment center. You want me to put Poe in a home? What do you intend to do if your son continues to drift? He's moving somewhere in his mind. Some children, like Poe, drift and don't come back. If you want to, Poe, you can live here forever. Daddy's been having a really hard time lately, and you deserve the best because you're a very special boy. Places your mind will take you, I can't even begin to imagine. Daddy, this is Amy. Thanks for coming out here to talk to me. God grants blessings in mysterious ways. Do you ever wonder why Poe drifts? Yeah, I do. I wonder why he drifts. I wonder why he flaps his arms. I wonder if he'll ever get a girlfriend. I'm worried about my dad. He seems sad all the time. I just need you to tell me it's okay. Don't be afraid, Daddy. Don't be afraid of what now? Don't be afraid of me. If I was you, I'd keep my retarded kid on a leash. My dad's a wrestler! So on that note, why don't we go ahead and get started and kick the program off to you, kick the program off today and take you behind the scenes of the upcoming new movie, Paul, where we'll show you with some top secret insights of this awesome new movie that I had the opportunity to see a screening of. Right here on, on uh, the Special Chronicles podcast show on specialchronicles.com. We'll be right back with, with a conversation with John Astro. Joining us today on the Special Chronicles podcast show is John Asho, who's a filmmaker uh, from Hollywood, California, who recently made a movie called Pull about a single father raising his son with autism. Welcome to Special Chronicles, John. Thank you so much for having me. So uh, I, uh, I first discovered you and your film thanks to an article on uh, The Mighty... Uh, that one of their contributors, Muggin, uh, had written uh, about uh, about your movie, and so and just <laughs> this past weekend, uh, actually just a few hours ago, I um, I, I finished watch, watching a uh, um, screening that that, that you, you sent me. Uh, but uh, first, for all our listeners uh, who uh, who may not know that that much um, about you, can you uh, introduce yourself to our um, listeners? Absolutely. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is John Asher. Uh, I was born in 1971 in uh, Santa Monica, California. And my mom uh, is an actress by the name of Joyce Boulevard, who did a lot of shows. She did the Mary Tyler Moore show. She played Murray's wife. Uh, and then she did Match Game and a bunch of other things. Um, and my father is a, a, a very well-known uh, filmmaker by the name of William Asher, 
he directed all the original I Love Lucy episodes, and then he went on to create Bewitched after that. Awesome. Um, and he was kind of a legendary uh, director for his time. And then I started getting into filmmaking when I was about 19 years old, and I did a series when I was in my 20s called Weird Science uh, that was on the USA Network. And then I directed my first film when I was 21. And about 12 movies later, I, I uh, directed Poe. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Awesome. Well, did your parents, um, with them being involved with filmmaking and, the, and, 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 and movies and TV, did they have any impact for you getting into um, uh, film and directing? And you mean, was there nepotism? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there there really wasn't. I wish I wish there was more because I, mean, <laughs> I think I would be even more successful. It would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but they were pretty um, steadfast on making me learn by myself, and and uh, and uh, I definitely was inspired by my dad. And I would go to the set and visit him, and I would I would learn a lot by watching him for sure. Um, and I think he had a lot of good input for me. Um, but they never really helped me get a job. Um, I did all that on my own. Uh, but, it, but, but of course, I had a lot more knowledge going into things, so that gave me an edge. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So, so now, um, talking, um, main topic for today is about this new movie um, called Pole. Uh, can you share with us a little bit about how did this get started? Uh, I, think, I, I think I read it was either on your website or... Um, I think my dog just came in. <laughs> um, I, I either went on your website, or I think it might have been uh, on um, the description uh, at the bottom of the of the link that you gave me to um, um, screen the film. Uh, that that it's um, uh, a uh, based on a, a true story uh, and and about um, uh, a, a father raising his son with autism. And I I, 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 I think I want that you also have a son. Who, who has autism? So, can you share a little bit about that backstory of um, of how the film is based on a true story and sure. and kind of how this whole um, the, 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 this whole project came about? No problem. Uh, so, uh, my son was diagnosed with autism when he was two and a half, and unfortunately, about. 85 to 90% of marriages that involve children with autism end in divorce, which really sucks and yeah. is heartbreaking. Um, so about six months later, I was going through a divorce and I moved out and a friend of mine gave me the script to Poe. And I was in a very vulnerable state um, and I started reading the script and it immediately affected me because the father loses his wife and you know, when you divorce somebody, that's a sense of losing somebody, losing somebody in your life that's important to you. And he was left with raising his autistic child by himself. Um, and I thought it was so well written and so well thought out. And the story wasn't boring to me. It kept me intrigued the whole time. And I knew I had to make the movie. And I started to investigate. And I wanted to know more about Steve Roberts, who the movie's based on. And it is based on a true story of his life, which was he lost his wife to cancer and he was 
left a single father raising his autistic son, uh, who actually came to the premiere of the movie. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. And then Colin Goldman wrote the script, uh, and he has a son with autism. And I have a son with autism, and it turns out that the star of the film, Chris Gorm, has a son with autism. <laughs> and the guy who plays Jack in the movie, which is kind of a secret, um, Andrew Bowen, his son has autism. Uh, so we were really, you know, covered on all bases. Yeah. Um, and and I knew this was a movie I had to make, but I got the, that's the script back in 2005. So that's how long it took yeah. me to get the money together to make this movie. It really was a long, long process. But I'm very proud of it. Neat, neat. <laughs> so that, that kind of um, 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 leads me, you, you said that, that that you and a lot of people um, uh, in in the cast and, and crew have sons with autism. <laughs> Did you um, have any, um, besides the um, personal connections, because you guys had a lot of um, experience to make it um, realistic, uh, well, to make the story um, realistic, um, did you have any uh, autism consultants, like, like any self-advocates? So, um, there was a guest we had on a couple years ago, um, um, Kelly uh, Magro, who's a big autism self-advocate, and he also works for um, 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 Autism Speaks. Um, but did you have any, uh, in, in addition to um, all of your fathers um, uh, who have sons with autism, did you have any other um consultants on the film uh not during the actual photography of the film i mean being a parent of an autistic child is enough yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it is <laughs> yeah and we would debate some things i mean there was a, there was a line of dialogue in there that said um he's autistic and all of the dads were like no 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 no, no. he has autism yeah it's different there's a difference between he is and has uh, so we really made sure to to be as accurate as possible, um, and there are so many different levels of autism on the spectrum. When you go from zero being Asperger's to ten being the highest, yep. uh, you know, number for autism, um, I tried to incorporate as much as I could that was real to me. Um, you know, the kids that have. Uh, terrible digestive tracts and they can't go to the bathroom and the night tears and the uh, the stimming and um, the repetitive and the sing-songy talking um, and the no eye contact. I mean, there were a lot of things in there that we wanted to make sure that this movie feels very, very organic. If anything, I feel like I would let the audience down if they weren't learning something by watching this movie. I mean, you really want a movie to be entertaining, but this movie, it was imperative that people learn something. So I know people that have watched the movie and they walk out and say, wow, I, I had no idea that that's, that's what yeah. it's like. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if Poe's the most severe autistic child that I've ever encountered. I mean, yeah. you know, the kid who played Poe, Julian Vetter, yeah. who is, is brilliant, he went and spent some time with autistic children and watched how they behaved. Yeah. Uh, and then he and I would play games uh, like Monopoly, and he would have to stay in character the whole time we played the game. Uh, so I really wanted him to to be as accurate as possible. Neat. And we Neat. gave him different... Jet, you know, he yeah. had different uh, hand emotions. Uh, I called them hand emotions, yeah. but 
If he held his hand up close to his face or rubbed his fingers together, he was trying to calm himself. If he was hitting himself, he was frustrated. I, I wanted those to feel organic. As much as um, uh, so you had uh, in um, um, Acto who didn't have autism play a character with autism, um, which is um, similar to the TV show Parenthood with them having an actor who 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 had autism. No, I mean, an, an actor who didn't have autism play a character with autism. Um, but those in um, those those a few now TV shows or movies that are having actors who have special needs um, actually play the characters who have special needs. Sure. What what made you in in this movie? What what made you de- de- decide to go the route of having a uh, um, actor who didn't have autism loan what somebody with autism be to be able to act like them instead of having sure. an, an, an actor with autism? Yeah. Um, when we were um, kind of getting the script ready to shoot. Um, there's a place that the character Poe goes to in his imagination. Yeah. Which is called the land of color. And I don't want to give away too much because people want to see the film, but I can tell you this in the land of color in, in his imagination, it didn't make sense to me that he would have autism in his imagination because in his world, he's typical. Yeah. So, that's, it was really important that we had a typical actor play the child so that when we go into the, to the land of color, you can see that he's being typical. And I think it would be, it's easier, I think, to get a typical child to play autistic than it is to get an autistic child to play typical. Yeah. And that would have been a real challenge. Neat. Uh, if we could do that, then, well, then I guess we would be magical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I, but, I, but I think it was, I, it was something we all thought about and talked about, and we, and we did consider uh, children with autism, but in order to make his his uh, his dream state work, he needed to be completely typical in his dream state. So if you watch the film, with, I think you did. Yeah, right? I, I did. I did. You'll notice that in the land of color, he's totally yeah. typical. Yeah, I did uh, notice that. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, I, I I don't want to give that many spoilers away um, be, because because um because I really hope that all all of our listeners definitely go and see um this movie and, and we'll we'll get into those plugs uh towards the towards the end of our of our of our time together um on the, the show today um but um there was uh, a scene uh in this movie, and I, I think this scene is actually in the trailer uh that that you have with the um with when um when paul um oh um um uh, um, Patrick, but when when Paul and his dad David are at the mall, and the security guard um, uh, after well, yeah, after Paul gets lost, but then the security guard um, uses the R word, um, which is we title we it uh, as I'm sure you know, and a lot of people in the special needs community know. Um, but then David. Um, um, post dad um, um, punches the security guard and we also see a similar type scene in the TV show Parenthood um, where the dad of the, the son with autism uh, um, 
um, punches somebody for using the L word. What what made you um, in this scene with the security officer? Uh, what made you decide uh, to to have the security guard? I mean, to 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 have um, David in the film punch the security guard. Um, what made you decide to kind of go that somewhat violent route? It's a good question, and I'll explain it to you. Um, that was not in the original draft of the script, but I think because movies are heightened reality. And because this movie is not a documentary, yeah. it's a movie. Yeah. And I kind of, a movie gives people the opportunity to get away with things they probably never could get away with. Yeah. And I thought, what a great opportunity <laughs> because I, I had a similar situation happen more than once where somebody said something about my son and I didn't get to hit them. So I got to shoot this scene. <laughs> And it was my way of hitting those people. Yeah. It's my way of, of getting back at them. And I and I think it's probably the best way to do it. And I think hopefully it sends a strong message that the R word is not acceptable. Yeah. And I think there are people out there that aren't very well educated. And I think they use that word as slang a lot. And I feel like it's hurtful. And I thought this was a good way to educate and to also... I mean, you'd be surprised. I've watched that scene in a big audience, and it gets a it gets a very big reaction. People applaud. Awesome. People are like, yes. I mean, they really are happy that that guy. And I think, you know, that security guard is the voice of a lot of mean people. Yeah. And I think I just wanted, you know, I wanted David's fist to speak for a large audience. Neat, neat. Well, I, I've given um, a, a few talks and watched some columns. Uh, um, about how the award has affected me. So, uh, the uh, um, what was your opinion on that scene? How well, it well, um, um, I, um, with it being a, a movie, I I thought it was uh, a good reaction. Um, I mean, I I didn't see how realistic that it was. Like you, like like you said, you wouldn't really do that in real life per se but i i thought that that but you want to yeah 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 <laughs> but i want to so 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 i when i saw that that the that scene i i thought that it, it really gave a, a powerful impact to 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 how negative the the elbow it is good great what so, makes me happy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the the character um, of of Paul, or, or 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 as he says, his name is Patrick. Uh, how how did you come up with that with that nickname for him for for him, and then ultimately ended ended up being the title of this uh, movie. That, that has been the title of the script since the first day I got it, and Colin Goldman came up with that, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, it was Patrick. It was uh, Colin Goldman's idea, so I stuck with it. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's an interesting title because when you say Poe, people think that we're talking about Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. But uh, we're not. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we just went with it. I think it's a, a sweet title. You know, I just I, I liked it. I didn't see a problem with it, and I liked that it's a nickname. I thought it was it was cool. And then all these things started happening. You know. 
uh, in Star Wars, that guy's name is Poe, yeah. right? That, that, that the X-Wing fighter? Yeah. His name is Poe, and then you've got, I think, uh, Kung Fu Panda. Isn't there a Poe in there? I think There's so. I, yeah. I never saw that one, but... Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> I, I... see it. It's a okay. good movie. I, I agree. <laughs> after I, I after people I see, see Poe... Po around a lot right. now. It's funny. But I think... Uh, so, I think it worked for the movie yeah, just fine. Neat. And, and you're saying people should see that movie after they see Poe? Which? Oh, Kung Fu Kung, Panda? Yeah, Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> no, I, 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 Kung Fu Panda yeah. stands all by itself. So, okay, all right. So, um, th- there's a part in the movie um, where, where David, Poe's dad, um, uses the, the term G- uh, um, genius, or it might be his friend or co-worker, um, who uses... Are you sure it's not the... Is it? Is it, oh, uh, is it? Is he with the cowboy? Um... My cowboy spelling genius. He goes, "That's genius, Poe." Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's cowboy. I, I was getting that mixed up with. Um, so, so the cowboy scene. Um, what? What? Can you share with us a little bit about 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 that meaning of using that tone? The, oh, what? Uh, I mean, Poe is just uh, the cowboy is thinks he came up with a brilliant idea. He thinks he invented s'mores. Chocolate, graham yeah. cracker, marshmallow. And then Poe says, hey, those those are actually called s'mores. And he <laughs> says, that's a brilliant name. You're a genius, Poe. Yeah. And then he tries to spell it by saying J-E-N-I-U-S. Yeah. And then Poe corrects him and says, no, it's G-E-N-I-U-S. Yeah. Um, so it was just a play on words. It has nothing to do with anything other than me yeah. trying to be funny. <laughs> It's in I I I found a neat in the in the um, dream scenes uh, that Poe has that he's getting um, po- um, um, positive feedback from uh, uh, from from the people from that the yeah, yeah yeah from the characters well well in his school he he, he was being bullied and and and, and wasn't getting. Uh, uh, any positive feedback, so I I found that a a, a neat um, a uh, a neat twist to the film. Cool. Um, our, our guest today on the Special Chronicles uh, podcast show is John Asho, a filmmaker from uh, Hollywood, California, who recently made a movie called Paul about a single father raising his son with um, uh, um, autism. So. Can you show us, us this, this, this may be an obvious question, but show us a, a little bit about the um, uh, inspiration for, for um, uh, making this um, a movie poll? Is, is it your son? Yeah, um, uh, Robin, my inspiration was, was my son. I mean, uh, it really is kind of a love letter to my son to let him know that, that I understand what he's going through. Um, and... I've actually showed him the movie, and he liked it, and, you know, um, he really doesn't understand that it's about him, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. But he, but he likes it. He thinks it's fun. Uh, he's actually in the movie, in the background of one of the shots, um, when the bullies are chasing Poe across the yard. My son's in the background playing with the ball. I'm very <laughs> proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> is he... Um, is your son in in his twenties? Oh, 
No, no, no. He's 14. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> he's 14. But <laughs> he's not in his 20s. Okay. <laughs> Better not be. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he will be eventually. Yeah, but... but yeah, I... Uh, I, uh, that was, you know, that was the main inspiration. But then, as the movie goes on, you know, the inspiration is about educating people about acceptance. And um, I've said this once. I don't think it's about trying to figure out how to make children on the on the autism spectrum fit into our world. It's about us learning how to go into their world. Because I think that if we can have better understanding, I think we'll have better communication. Um, and I and I just wanted to make this movie to, to educate people, really, and to, um, you know, yeah, just to educate people. Neat. So can you show us, um, we, we mentioned a few of the characters, and by characters I'm talking, well, I guess kind of two versions, because... You have the main characters um, being Paul and, and David and and the and the um, um, therapist and the principal and teacher and but then you also have what you refer to um, or who you refer to as the characters in 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 Paul's um, dreams. Um, so, but more kind of talking about the main characters, uh, <laughs> and, and so we don't get confused with the. Characters in Paul's dreams, but show us a little bit about some of the of those characters uh, and, and 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 the impact that they had on on the movie. The uh, the impact like, that they had on the story. Yeah, or? yeah, on on the on the story. Well, I mean, uh, Poe's dad, David Wilson, is a um, an engineer, mm-hmm. and he's designing an aircraft. And he's on the verge of losing his job and he just lost his wife and now he's caring for his son by himself. And it's, it's frustrating because probably when, he, when his wife was alive, she was doing most of the, uh, the caring for, for Poe. She was probably getting him to ABA therapy and, and doing all the running around and now the dad's like, uh-oh, he's got to do all this stuff. And it's, it's very overwhelming. It's, mm-hmm. it's just overwhelming. So he feels overwhelmed and lost and scared. That's something that Poe keeps saying to him, don't be scared, Daddy. Um, and then he meets this lovely girl, uh, uh, Caitlin Doubleday, who, who plays um, Only Mackerel. Why am I forgetting her name right now? <laughs> Uh, 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 Amy um, and plays Amy and uh, she cares for, for children uh, on the spectrum and she teaches and works with them she's a therapist and she ends up falling in love with David and you know what I gotta tell you yeah. if you're a single dad the greatest place to hang out is at therapy all of the <laughs> girls that work there are gorgeous and really sweet and really nice I mean how you could you, it's the greatest yeah. singles ever um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, they, they ended up. Did you draw, and, yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say, did did you draw that on on um, on personal experience? No, really? that was the original script okay. too. <laughs> that was the original script. Uh, the only thing I really created uh, that I added to this movie was the land of color. Uh, originally, in the land of color, he he was uh, his best friend was an elephant that he talked to. Uh, and it's, uh, I don't know if you know this, but elephants are very expensive. Yeah. 
and they and they and but the the good news is yeah they don't work for peanuts that's not, <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know so I changed the land of color and I created the character uh, the characters that he sees in the land yep. of color and tied that together um, but all you know uh, Amelia is an important character that's uh, his friend in school yeah I was gonna um, ask but you can't really me. talk too much about that. So oh. you know, there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of secrets in the movie, yeah. which I think is cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's neat. Uh, I was actually going to ask about about the about the um um symbol um about about the um symbol for Amelia that right. Paul. What, what does she represent? Yeah, yeah. What does she want? I think I think all kids have an Amelia if I could say that yeah. without, uh, you know uh, and you know you've got to have a friend you got to have a best friend and she comes along into his life at the perfect time yeah. and uh, and I think that's part of our evolution uh, as we as we as we you know start to grow up we need that it's kind of your voice of reason if you yeah. will yeah. you know so uh, without giving away too much yeah. Yeah. that's uh, an important part of his, yeah. his journey now, uh, I don't want to give away too much, but there was a part in in the film where they will uh, will there was a, a a bunch of kids and a um spaceship. Oh yeah, can, yeah. Can, uh, which is in his which is one of his dream scenes. Yeah, yeah in Lent, Lent Color, um and I won't say whale in in the movie that is because I don't want to give that away to uh, what did you think of that was it shocking yeah yeah it it, 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 it kind of had like it, when when it came down it I, it, it kind of reminded me of a um, 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 science fiction type of um, 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 close encounters um, E.T. Cool. E.T. type of feel to it. Um, at, uh, at least that's kind of how I, I felt when when I saw that scene. Um, but what what were you going for when when you shot the, that scene? What what was the well? The thing is, is you know, we didn't have a lot of money, so we had to go and shoot that stuff for real. Yeah. Uh, so we drove up to Northern California and found those are real sand dunes. That's all real. None of that's fake. Yeah. Um, Neat. Except for the ship, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we found a ship. And um, I think that I wanted that ship to feel friendly, you know, and I wanted it not to be intimidating, but I, you know, like the kids are excited that it's coming um, because I think what it, what happens is they say, and I don't know if it's true or not, but they say that when your child is first diagnosed with autism, you kind of have a window of opportunity to get yeah. them through that window to connect with you. And if you can't get them through that window, they will be on the other side and they won't come back through. So I think that that ship represents imagination of that transcendence that he's going to actually not be on this plane anymore and he's he's only going to live in his imagination yeah. from now on and that's that hypercritical moment yeah. you know where the father is uh, you know 
trying to get but, his attention. Yeah. And uh, that's a really important moment when the two of them finally click. Neat. And it, it happened with me and my son. I couldn't get... Uh, Another thing I added to the script, I couldn't get my son to hug me at all. Uh, it took a long yeah. time uh, because he just doesn't like the, the feeling of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now he likes, you know, he sees me, he's like, oh my God, and he jumps on yeah. me. And it's great. <laughs> but, but it took a long time to, for us to, to get to that hurdle uh, and to make that hurdle. Yeah. And I think that was a really important moment in the film. Uh, Neat. Yeah. <laughs> but the ship didn't, I just thought the ship was cool. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought it was really important for him to have kind of this, his imagination should be as magical as all of our imaginations, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you, I don't know if you noticed, you have to go back and watch the film. Okay. All of your questions, this is top secret information. Okay. I'm going to give it to you anyway. Because okay. <laughs> I like watching movies twice. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch the movie again, and all of the answers to the entire movie are on his wall. Everything. <laughs> on his wall. The astronauts there, yeah. yeah. If you notice, the dad is playing with the uh, with the the knight in shining armor. Yeah, that's he's that's there. The pirates there on the table as we go past it. Yeah. Um, some other things on the wall are there that we definitely can't talk about in this podcast. Okay. But if you look, if you look <laughs> on the wall, all the answers, everything. So, so to both to both in the land of Kao in his imagination and in the actual movie. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely have to go and 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 watch it again to um, catch that. <laughs> and uh, check it out. You'll see all kinds of secrets. You'll awesome. even see. You'll even see the astronaut. You'll even see. I can say you can. You'll, you'll even see the plane. The finished concept of it. You'll already see it on the wall. <laughs> oh, and 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 that's the plane that that um, um David is trying to build. <laughs> Neat. So, so, that, so, so now that this gives us now all all, all listeners get a. Ex- That's fine. That gives them a little exclusive. moment to look and yeah. see what's going on. Yeah. I actually prefer. I I think it's cool that they get to. It's like a little uh, treasure chest Trust. in his room of clues. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. And one of the big clues is um, I can tell you this one is when Doctor Bill comes to see him, the social worker when he comes to the house yeah. to see him. If you look over the dad's right shoulder on the dry erase board you're going to see a number written there and that number comes into play at the end of the film if you know what I'm talking about yeah I, well I know what you're I know what, what you're talking about I know but um <laughs> I listeners will have to um to watch to watch the film I mean you don't want to give too many spoilers no, that's the cool no. thing about this movie I yeah. don't think people know that this movie is actually a fun movie to watch yeah. even though it's very educational, yeah. but it is you're having to put together pieces, and I yeah. think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a it's it's it, it, it's really neat how you're able to to um, uh, make a film that both educates um, um, viewers, but also uh, have that fun um, element that 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 people can take away from something and then just 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 plain sit back relax and and have fun with this movie uh what what did you already know about autism prior to producing uh this film and then how close was the actual story um to your own life Uh, pretty close um and it's interesting because when i first read the script 
you know, I had just found out that my son was diagnosed with autism. And I definitely did not know as much as I know now. So I think it's actually a good thing that it took so long <laughs> to make the movie because I'm way more educated now and, and, and better, better served to make this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, you know, a lot of it is, um, is Colin Goldman's writing coupled with my life experiences. Um, one of the scenes that I wrote in the film, um, is when the father yells at Poe. Um, I had a similar moment with my son and I thought, oh my God, I'm the most horrible dad ever because I got so frustrated one time. I just, I just, and I just, I let it out and then I was, I wrote it in the script. I was like, I have to put this in here because it's real. This is something that really happened. And then when we were shooting the scene, Christopher Gorham, who plays uh, David, came over to me and he said, I'm so happy you put this in the movie because this has happened to me too. (laughs) And I was like, oh, thank God. I thought I was losing. I thought I was just this. So that, you know, there's some parallels. Hey, by the way, uh, let your viewers know that I'm about, because they don't know that you and I are doing this on video. Yeah. Right? They have no idea. I'm about to take a selfie of you and me. There you go. Hold on. Can you wave? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. Cool. You have to. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to take a selfie, but I was going to wait to take a selfie after the okay. show. Right. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I actually could try it on here, but yeah. So but right in the middle of the interview. Yeah. No, I, I, I won't do it in the middle. But <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's just some behind the scenes podcast stuff that we'll do in this via Skype. Um, <laughs> so um, the. Um, did 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 uh, creating and and directing um, this movie help you in your real life with with raising and your your son with autism and your and you and your father son relationship with him? Did, yeah, did I, think so. I think so. I think anything that you experience multiple times only helps you get better and better at something. And it was nice. It was. It was very therapeutic to hear from the other dads, you know, to hear their insight. So, yes, to answer your question, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, some of the themes in this movie, can can, can you share with us, um, maybe um, for the sake of time, maybe um, one or two of the top themes that you hope, uh, in addition to... to to viewers ha- having fun watching this film, but what's maybe one or two um, um, top um, major theme- themes that you hope um, um, viewers will get, will come away um, from with this film? Well, um, is, 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 I can give you two because I can is see it mostly that there, there will- a sub- is, is it mostly acceptance and education for autism, or, or what were you going to say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there are people that don't have children on the spectrum. So hopefully it'll bring understanding. That's a theme. I want people to have understanding uh, of what parents with autistic children are going through and what children with autism are going through on a daily basis. This is just a, you know, this movie takes place over maybe a week-long period. This is just a week in somebody's life. You know, this is a... This goes on all the time. Um, and I think understanding education and then for for the families that do have autistic children, 
I hope that they watch it and they appreciate the amount of work that I put into it and they appreciate that it's very accurate that this is not this is I want them to, I would like to have them sign off on it I would like yeah. to have them say to me wow this is a great movie on autism yeah. you know because I, I think a lot of other movies on autism are good yeah. but I just don't think that they really hit home on, on some of the tough topics neat <laughs> and and talking about uh, your hopeful for families and, and, and kids and maybe even young adults with autism um, of, of really being able to sign off on this uh, white end of the movie and I hope, I hope I'm not giving too much away but you have you, you, where, you ha- where you dedicate this movie Mike's cutting in okay. now so what I was saying was where you dedicate this movie at the very end you have one name for oven which is your son and then you have all these these other names and then after all, all these names uh it it fades to just white so those names of the, of those I'm, I'm assuming all those other kids in addition to your son who have autism right did all those kids and families were they able as you what you just said you hope the fam- families will get will be able to sign off did, did, did all of them See, see this movie and, and sign off? No, I'll tell you what happened. We, um, we released a kind of a blog on our, on our website mm-hmm. and I believe on Autism Speaks website that we were looking for names for the ending credit, yeah. ending credits and we had a bunch of parents submit names and we got such an overwhelming amount of names yeah. It was unbelievable. So what we tried to do was pick the most typical names, which is, you know, I mean, there might be, we got like five or six Johns, so we definitely put a John up there. Yeah. Uh, and then we also, there were some very specific names that I remember seeing, and I wanted to make sure to include those. But if we did the list, it would be like a seven-minute crawl, so it would just take too long. <laughs> yeah. So we just, we made it kind of a collage and the whole idea that the screen fills with white is that it should be an overwhelming amount of names. Yeah. Um, and I, and no, that's more of a dedication. They they submitted that, and yeah. we're, that's just me dedicating the movie to all children with autism. Neat, neat. I I found that an, an another powerful way to end this movie. Uh, so then, um, hopefully, when hopefully when more people and families and anybody affected um, with autism see this movie, hopefully then they will, as, as you said, be able to sign off um, on this. Yeah, I mean, I know that there are families with way more extreme situations than Poe. And then there are families that are have, have kids that are way more high-functioning. And we were trying to be kind of in the middle yeah. You know, of course, there's always somebody's going to have a story, yeah. and everybody's a critic, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Everybody's going to be someone and, out there is going to be like, "Well, this is yeah. nothing like my child," but that's not really the goal. I think the goal is to, to if, as long as people see it as, "Oh, this is a good educational tool. This will help people understand," yeah. um, and hopefully they'll get a little bit of entertainment, a little bit of movie magic. You know, definitely the movie is filled with magic. Yeah. Oh yeah, I delete the over my my bookshelf. So one of the one of the self advocates, um, um, Kelly, 
Amago, who I, I'm showing you, all the listeners can't see this, but uh, he, he wrote a book called Defining Autism from the Heart. So his story. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that he says is that if you met one person with autism, then you've only met one person with autism. How you just said how everybody's different. And I, 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 I think you, you can say that pretty much about any special needs. So like I was diagnosed with uh, loading d- disabilities. So you can say, say that about anything, how there's no one diagnosis that's this. Yeah, the everybody same. is just as individual as people. I mean, yeah. we're all just people. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're just people with labels. Yeah. Because people, I, it's the weirdest thing. We can't walk around without a label. We have to put, it's like we have little post-its. we got to put a post-it on everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that guy. Let's put a post-it on him. and Oh, let's put one over there. And, and, I, and I think it's just a way of organizing. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I think it's more about just communicating. I mean, I, I, I love talking with you as much as I love talking with anybody. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make a difference. It's a, I just think it's an it's interesting world we live in, but I think it's important to educate people. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you said that you have seen um, um, audiences react to this movie at um, screenings. Can you share with us some of the response from viewers? Yeah, I mean, we had, you know, the movie premiered at the Panama International Film Festival, which is a place I never thought I would go to Panama <laughs> uh, unless I was going through the Panama Canal. <laughs> I, I went there. It was such a well-organized, beautiful film festival. The people were so nice. The food was amazing. It was definitely hot, but we did two screenings and the first screening was 1500 people completely sold out and the movie uh, was subtitled in Spanish and at the end of the movie this has never happened to me <laughs> we had a standing ovation I couldn't believe it a standing ovation it was yeah. unbelievable and then I had moms coming up to me and they were hugging me and they said you know uh, when you have a child with autism in Panama, you're taught to hide them. Hmm. You don't. You don't let them. You just hide them. You yeah. don't let. It's, you're supposed to be ashamed of them. And they asked us to screen it for the government, uh, which I think we ended up doing ultimately. Um, I'm not sure if that happened or not, but I yeah. still think the government should see the movie. Yeah. But that's a good indication that we're doing a good job in uh, educating people. Yeah. Uh, and then it went to, to to the Palm Beach International Film Festival. And they only give out one award for best film, and we won best film there. Awesome. Um, and then it went to Houston, and it won an award. Then it went to Albuquerque, and we won. Uh, Julian won best actor, and then um, the movie won best picture. Awesome. Uh, and then we're going to it's unbelievable. We're going to the Golden Door Film Festival, the twenty fourth of September. We'll be in New Jersey at 6 o'clock if anybody wants to go who knows when you're going to do this podcast Yeah, <laughs> and then we're going to be in San Diego, California at the San Diego International Film Festival and then we're going to be at the Savannah Film Festival in Savannah, Georgia and then we're going to be at the St. Louis Film Festival it's, it's unbelievable and yeah. then we're going to start this is big news um, <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm allowed to talk about it I'm not going to talk about it anyway that's okay uh, we're going to start our Oscar qualifying run November 25th. So it's going to have a limited release in Los Angeles, California. 
to uh, qualify the film for Oscar nominations, uh, and we're mainly focusing on Burt Bacharach, who scored the movie. Um, He did, uh, he scored the entire film, and it's unbelievable. And we're also going after an original song that he did with a songwriter by the name of Billy Mann and Cheryl Crow sang the lyrics. It's unbelievable. Neat. And is that song in the movie? Uh, it is in the movie. Neat. Neat. So uh, how, uh, how can our, our listeners either screen the film or is it going to be available um, uh, in, in um, um, local theaters or on DVD or screening going, online? In Los, in Los Angeles, California, we're going to do a limited release November 25th to December 1st. And then we're going to see if we get nominated for an Oscar, if that magical moment happens, then we will release the film on a day-and-date basis. So it'll come out in the theaters and digital at the same time, and I believe it'll be somewhere around February. Okay. Uh, of, but of, if people want to go see the film right now, they can go. Uh, they can check our list at the Facebook page for Poe, and it tells you all the film festivals we're at currently. Uh, right. And you know, like I said, we're going to be at the Golden Door Film Festival in New York, which starts. Uh, we'll be there the twenty fourth of September, and then October first, we're going to be in San Diego International Film Festival, and then we're going to be at the Savannah Film Festival in Georgia. And then we're going to be at the St. Louis Film Festival in St. Louis. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're, you know, there's always... Is it going to be at any film festivals in the Chicago area, if we have any listeners in the Midwest? Missed, I missed one of the entry dates, but uh, if you can get a group of people together, uh, anybody wants to go to St. Charles, I'll set up a screening there. If everybody wants to get together, I'll bring the movie out there. Because okay. we can bring Evan to the theater, and I can uh, I can answer questions after the movie. Awesome. Well, um, uh, I'll I'll t- talk to some of my contacts, and, and and you get you get enough people together, I will make it happen. Okay. I will, we will we can either do it in Geneva or St. Charles. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, and um, after um the movie goes uh, out to um, DVD. Um, uh, oh, are you even planning to to have this movie out on DVD, or are you just planning it to have it on Netflix and other screen? In, in no, we'll do everything. We'll do yeah, full digital DVD release, the whole nine. All right. So when you do have it out, which uh, I'm, I'm assuming um, 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 sometime in next year, in in, in 2017, you you. You're planning to have this out on DVD and the digital um, platforms um, uh, next year after the uh, um, screenings. Yes. So when it does come out, um, are we um, as as we stay in touch? Are are we going to be able to um, uh, um, give away uh, a copy of the the, um, um, DVD to um, one of our our, um, listeners? Of course. Absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. I, uh, I'll awesome. give you a stack of DVDs. I'll give you five of them. Awesome. Give out five. I'll send them to you. Awesome. Well, then, um, um, listeners, um, stay tuned and subscribed because uh, um, um, next year we will we'll give out five DVDs of the movie poll. <laughs> so, and we'll even uh, we'll figure out if you guys want a signed poster or whatever you want. We'll figure it out. Awesome. Well, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that um, um, 
Oh, Phil. So now getting into plugging the film, you mentioned that you have a Facebook page full for the movie. Um, and so you'll have to send me all these links um, when we're off air. But uh, uh, share, share with us the website and the social media for how all listeners can follow this movie poll and as well as, well as follow you. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, it's uh, the movie poll. On Instagram, I believe, and then on Twitter, it's the Movie Poe, and then at <laughs> Facebook, I believe it's the Movie Poe, um, or just Poe, P-O, P-O is what we want to look up. Okay. Uh, and then me, uh, what am I? I don't know what the heck I am. I gotta look me up. I think I'm like, I, I should know all this stuff, yeah. but I don't. Twitter, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Twitter, my <laughs> Twitter, my Twitter, not your Twitter. Um, <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, it is uh, Director Asher. Director mm-hmm. Asher is my Twitter handle. Okay. Um, and pretty good. are you most active on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook? Oh, both of them. Oh, I'm, what am I on? Uh, what am I on? What I got to put my... Oh, I like my... Instagram is fun. My Instagram is cool because it's very much about me and my son and my dog and me surfing it's very <laughs> it's my life <laughs> yeah uh, as, you know what I mean it always yeah. is as everybody oh look at this director John Asher on, pretty simple on Instagram as well okay. on Instagram so yeah. I'll make sure to put uh, all, all, the, all the links to both, both you as well as the movie so as, as yeah as well as the movie so all the listeners can follow you in the movie <laughs> so, uh, um, before uh, we let you um, get back to uh, the rest of your day, and um, yeah. may- maybe when we did that station ID, uh, I'll have to put some of those bloopers at the end of the um, podcast. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you do. I like that. <laughs> but, um, uh, and uh, I'm sure you have plenty of um, outtakes for the movie that that your, your party put on the, the TV. You'd be surprised. You know what's crazy? I mean, I, I direct a lot of ridiculous comedies, and let me repeat myself. Ridiculous comedies. <laughs> I know they're ridiculous. They're supposed to be delivered. It's so funny when people write comments like, this is the yeah. dumbest movie I've ever... I'm like, that's a compliment. You're actually <laughs> complimenting me. You're supposed <laughs> yeah. to But, but on Poe, we have very... I think we have like... I mean, everybody was so focused on making this great you know sometimes someone would drop a line but nothing ridiculous we had no like crazy bloopers I think one time the first AD um, hid in the closet and when Chris slid it open he came out and scared him but other than that (laughs) (laughs) so um, do you have any um, uh, final thoughts about all of our time together today that you want to share with our um, listeners sure uh well, first of all, I think you are an awesome interviewer. It's probably one of the best interviews I've had. It's so thought out. I think you're incredibly well-spoken. I think you're a really smart guy. You're a handsome guy for the ladies out there that don't know. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I appreciate you even coming to me. I, I, I love talking to people about anything. So, to me, this has been a really good experience. Um, as far as Poe goes, I just hope that people... Uh, learn something from this movie and you know it's a slice of life and this is what parents and children with autism go through on a daily basis and I just want people to pay attention and and to know that it's not weird 
you know, it's okay, you know, not to be scared when you see an autistic child. If anything, they want to be talked to. Walk right on up and say hi. You know, it's not a, it's not to be anything to be nervous about. It's all about love. All about love. So all 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 listeners can um, stay tuned to to heal from uh, from uh, um, Julian the uh, actor. Uh, yes, maybe you could do Julian and, and Christopher Gorham together. Yeah, awesome. We'll um we'll we'll have to um 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 put that uh, on, on on the calendar uh for uh, the coming weeks. <laughs> um so uh our guest today on special on uh, um, chronicles has has been uh on uh, John uh Asho uh who uh, uh directed the the, the movie poll. And I'd like to make you uh, John again for taking the time to come on on the, the special chronicles um, podcast show. Thank you for having me, Daniel. It was a pleasure. You're listening to the Special Chronicles podcast, and here is your host. Like to yes, this is your host, Daniel, host of the Special Chronicles podcast show. I'd like to once again thank thank uh, Johnny Show, uh, the uh, director of this new upcoming movie poll. For taking the time, uh, so generously, it was a, it was, uh, it was a uh, fun, uh, a really fun conversation. About a fifty-three minute conversation, but a fun time. I'm talking to Don, and I um, hope you guys really gained a lot from this um, really um, behind-the-scenes look um, of his upcoming new movie poll. So stay tuned because we will uh, let you know how you can um, next year in 2017. You might get a chance to win one of five copies of the DVD of the movie, so stay tuned for that. If you want to share your feedback, you can go ahead and, uh, and, and, and if you want to share your thoughts of this conversation and what you look forward to about this movie, uh, to feedback at specialchronicles.com or any thoughts that you guys want to share with us, feedback at specialchronicles.com or email us your voicemail feedback. Just email us in an in, in MP3 to that same, e- that same email feedback at specialchronicles.com on our Facebook page just look up Special Chronicles or on Twitter or Instagram at Special C Podcast or follow me what I'm doing what I am doing off air just uh, look up at Podmandan that's at P-O-D-M-A-N D-A-N-A-N at Podmandan on Facebook Twitter or Instagram and uh, those are the main platforms that I'm most active on these days. And uh, what I'm doing off also, and I'll put links to how you can find find out about them and follow, and follow the movie poll as well. And I'll show notes on specialchronicles.com. That's specialchronicles.com. Just look for episode 188. So I hope you guys enjoyed, and want to stay tuned to uh, next week's episode, or maybe even later this week as well, for when we continue our speechless um, um, commentary series right here on the Special Chronicles podcast show on specialchronicles.com. So stay tuned to that, and much more fun conversations in the coming week, and also coming up part of it next week, we'll be live at the uh, NADS, the National Association of Down Syndrome 2016 conference so stay tuned for some live reports and coverage from that as well so lots lots of great content coming to you guys in the coming weeks so until next week take care and god bless we'll see you around special chronicles giving respect and a voice to people with special needs but i don't want to 
I don't want to give that uh, away in this podcast. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure I uh, edit that uh, part out. Hey, everybody. My name is John Asher, and I am the director of a new movie entitled Poe. And I'm talking to... <laughs> that first take was, That first take was, I should have recorded that That first take yeah, I told you The first one was gold I know That's All directors You know they gotta, You gotta get in On the first yeah, one Bye, I here know. We go. <laughs> My name is John Asher And I'm Oh my god and I'm from Jeez Louise See you I'm so good uh, Yeah, yeah I know I know This is the one Okay This is gonna be fantastic <laughs> So Uh uh, Where's the, let me see. I, I wonder if I can get Julian on the phone. Uh, oh, my FaceTime won't work. That's so ridiculous. Anyways, I wanted to see if I could get Julian to talk to you. Oh yeah, that, that'd be, <laughs> yeah, that'll be neat. I don't know where he is right now. I was just curious <laughs> if you had any questions for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that'd be neat to get his perspective. Live on <laughs> live phone call on the air. Yeah. yeah see what's happening. Where is he? I don't know where he is. I can, you, uh, I can edit the dead air. Oh yeah. Hmm. 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 Uh, <laughs> he's not answering the phone. <laughs> yeah, he's a famous actor now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, got, <laughs> he's busy doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't even get him on the phone anymore. <laughs> Julian, it's John. Go um, Hey, Julian Fetter. We were going to interview you live on the air right now. Say hi, Daniel. Hey, Julian. This is Daniel from Special Chronicles. But you missed it. All right. We'll call you later. Bye, buddy. All right. So, so, so um, um, Julian is um, 15, or is he one the same age as your son? Uh, Julian is 12. He's 12. about to turn 13. All right. So, so a little bit younger than your son. Yeah. So, um, how uh, how um, I'll have to edit that phone part out, part out. Okay. <laughs> but it's okay. But I don't want to. I don't want to give that uh, away in the podcast. Okay, I'll I'll make sure I uh, edit that uh, part out. Oh, oh, hold on a second. This could be okay. Julian. Yes. Right at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Well, you're on the air right now. I'm putting you on speakerphone. Hold on a second. <laughs> Julian, you're on speakerphone. Say hi. This is Julian. Hey, Julian. Hi, wait. What is You're on a podcast right now. Hold on a second. So this is Julian Fetter. This is the kid that played Poe. Let's see if you guys can hear each other, though. Hey, hey, Julian. This is Daniel from um, Special Chronicles. Wait, I'm sorry. Again, I'm Can you hear him talk? Uh, a, a, a little bit, yeah. Sorry, my dad's on Oh, geez. Yeah. We'll call you back. We're going to do an interview with you exclusively. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, it's... Bye. It's not going to... You know what would be better? If you want to do him, we'll schedule it. Yeah. You can do a session with yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. That, I almost called him Evan. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> why, why is the end of the podcast? Awesome. So, that's the end of the... The audio is still recording, but I thought I could uh, take... With your glasses uh, on. I'm gonna do it with my shades on because I don't like my bruise. Okay. Look at here. I'm gonna get rid of that. Maybe some arnica. Arnica. All right, go for okay, it. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and take a softy here, and I'm gonna put this on the Special Chronicles Instagram.
Um, let me. Let me put the screen full screen. Um, some glue from the. Let me try to. That's dope. That's pretty dark. What are you doing, Daniel? Now I'm getting nervous. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna put a spotlight on. That's uh, a little bit better. Um, still kind of a glow. I don't know. Did did your selfie turn up good? Mine turned out awesome. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try to take it, but you can. Meanwhile, you can send it to me. Okay. Uh, so here we go. One, two, three. Ah, it's not taken. There we go. I think it took. Wait, I was just looking off in the distance. Oh, let me try that again. Okay. One, two, three. Ah. <laughs> one. Mine's good. Okay. One, two, three. Ah, this Instagram. <laughs> Instagram thingy is. That's funny. Yeah, let me, uh. I'll send you this. Okay. Let me, uh. Look how good that is. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Let me, uh. Let me just try it one more time, but you can send that to me. So let me just try this one more time. One, two, three. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how well that, uh. That, that was, but <clears throat> you can send me that those two selfies because I think that's all right, Daniel. Okay. Nice, but I don't want to. I don't want to give that uh, away in the podcast. Okay, I'll I'll make sure I uh, edit that uh, powered out. Um, I appreciate um, forty. I mean, you're a good man. <laughs> I'm gonna make a note of the time on that audio so I can know exactly where to edit that out at.